0: Welcome to the Podcast of Champions. This is the Herald Express, Devon Live, Talker United, Yellow Army podcast, created weekly for you by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. Here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United. You can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com, or you can subscribe to us in iTunes or at ACAST. Welcome to another Yellow Army podcast. I'm sitting in a warm car in the Sealhane car park on a beautiful spring morning with Mr. David Thomas. Welcome, Dave.
1: Great to be here, isn't it, Guy? Um, it is it's nice. a lovely. It's, it's a, a sunny day out at the Sealhane training camp, Is never time wasted, is it?
0: Absolutely. It's a lovely place, this. Uh, Richard is indisposed this week, so thank you for joining me, Dave. Um, and we've just had a really good chat with the gaffer, and we've also had a good chat with Ben Winter who's had a momentous week, more (laughs) of that later on. But if you thought that Ben Winter had had a busy week from what's emerged so far, it gets busier. So uh, we've had a chat with Ben, who's on great form. Congratulations to him all round for reasons that you'll discover as you listen a bit further into the podcast. And for those of you who were asking earlier on, we ask the difficult question this week, what is in Gary Johnson's football room? And we know now what's in the gaffers' football room. So that was something that was bothering one or two of you, I know. Um, And we'll answer some questions for you as well. We'll explain uh, the taking of the knee, which happened at Playmore for the first time on Tuesday night, uh, how that came about. Uh, As I say, we talked to Ben. We'll look at the games we've got left. There are England call-ups to talk about. uh, And there's another big game coming up on Saturday. We have much to discuss, Dave. As always. Let's get on with it. Um, and we'll be back, as we say, on the other side of Gary Johnson.
2: Now 48 hours on from the uh, win uh, on, on Tuesday night. Uh, any more reflections on it 48 hours later?
3: Only I've seen on the video what I saw on the day. Um, obviously on the day as well, you probably wanted more goals. Um but, uh, you know we're not at a level where you win 10-0 or something um, 5 or 6 would have been probably reflective but um, the boys saw the game out well and we had to change the shape right at the end there when they brought on their subs and got a little bit lively sort of thing um, and then we had to adjust to that and we did and obviously saw out the rest of the game along with still a couple more chances after that so um, I was I was just as pleased after seeing the review as I was on the day and uh, it was a good performance from everybody. Um, we had a situation early on where at five o'clock, uh, or four o'clock, Ben Winter rang us to say that his, his wife who was heavily pregnant and due at any stage. Um, I've got to take her to the hospital and they may, you know, she may have the baby. Uh, before kick off sort of thing uh, she, she may not um, and he went he looked after her which was lovely And uh, but he managed to get a babysitter for his other one uh, his wife said no go and you go and play <laughs> uh, she, she was uh, stayed in the hospital uh, he came in because everything was alright and uh, played <coughs> played really well played his part and then uh, flew home and uh, she had the baby early in the, in the morning uh, little Leo and, um, and he played his 150th game uh, and he got called up for England Sea um, from the uh, contingency group uh, but you know, he was in the, the full squad so him and Armani will, uh, will play for England Sea Will be involved anyway uh, against the Welsh uh, Yeah, next Wednesday uh, at Carnarvon and this isn't the first time so well done to him by the way <laughs> <laughs> that was the idea of bringing him up
2: it's, uh, it's not the first time that players of yours uh, have been called up to the England seating. in the England centre I think actually your son Lee actually got called up to it what's it, what's it mean for a player at, at
3: this level um, well it's not like England Day, of course um, but it, uh, I think I'd have probably been more disappointed had we still had uh, the Stockport game, because then we would have had you know, two of our most consistent players playing in a game that's not really anything to play for, other than that you know, you've got the uh, accolade of being selected for a team. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm torn, really. Um, but as we have got that ten days now between uh, two games, uh, this, this game coming up Weymouth and then Notch County then both lads wanted to play so we respected their, um, their, their view and uh, it's always nice for all I mean when I was at the Oval, I think five of our lads uh, got selected and um, maybe they could have picked a couple more but uh, it's good Armani's, um and Wintz are there together so that's always good you know you don't feel uncomfortable with a group of people you don't know and you've Probably been kicking and fighting a week or so before, but um, listen, I, you know the, the view is it's a game, um, and for them and they want it to play, so fair enough.
2: Going back to the Tuesday night's game again Gaffham, it, it obviously said that you would have been nice. It would be nice to have more goals. I think most of the yellow army would have taken four nil. Any day long, but did the goal difference come into it at all? Was that any part of thinking? Because they were absolutely incessant on trying to get goals, you know, despite being four 0 up.
3: Yeah, I think when started up, weimau. all the shots started quite well. First couple of minutes, they got a free kick and you know, a couple of other little things, and then and then we took over the game. And you don't start a game by saying we got we're going to get five today, um, but if you get the one, which was that we have got that in the 12 minutes, then we needed to just keep the tempo, you know, that's what you need to do as, as far into the game as you can, that's important for, for my game, our game. And, uh, and they did that and we, we kept you know, finding our uh, forward players, we had good runners getting beyond the ball, um, we defended well, our goalkeeper done his job and it, and it looked comfortable and, um, and then we just had to be clinical which we hadn't been on a couple of occasions previously. And our goals were, were perfect goals for us. You could go through them and go, well, we worked that on the week, in the week. I mean, Downsie done the, you know, we worked it out, but they had a little bit of a hole in that penalty area. And we nearly got in just before that, where uh, Armani tried to find Connor. And then we swapped Connor with because um, um, to because it, it was going the other side and, uh, and we, we got him in so we worked on that we worked on runners getting in we worked on just being relentless again you know, um, and we were and so I was really pleased with all our goals the last goal took us five you know, three, four great passes and, uh, and a good easy finish which is what you want you want the easy goals as well as the spectacular goals
2: always said gaffer when you keep clean sheets it's for the whole team it's not just for the goalkeeper or or the background it must be also nice to see at the other end of the pitch that the goals are being spread out amongst the team
3: as well yeah you can see how pleased all the boys were that Mox got his goal yeah I don't think he'd scored since his penalty uh, a little while ago and uh, he's been playing great Mox. he's been very very consistent and uh, he he deserved that accolade and as I say when you I always look at our celebrations to make sure that everybody's in it, everybody wants to be in it, and they are all happy for each other, then I know our squad's comfortable with each other, which is nice and happy for each other, Um, and uh, and, and they did, every celebration showed me that perhaps we didn't celebrate as heartily when it was an own goal, that was just out of (laughs) respect. Respect for the fellow, uh, for the fellow who scored the own goal. But uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm a big believer in uh, having a look at what happens away from the play, whether it be celebrations for a goal or whatever it is at the end of games. I need to see that they're 100% behind themselves, their mates, the crowd, and the club. Finally,
2: Gaffer, after the Halifax defeat, obviously the attention clearly focused on the two home games. Obviously, one. When that is down, hopefully there will be uh, another one Saturday, 50% for the, the way there now, but given the fact that you've mentioned the Stockport game has now been rearranged does that put extra onus on the fact that we've got this game on Saturday and then there is quite a break before the next game
3: well um, obviously you think very hard about where you're putting in a fixture that has to be um, that has to be uh, rearranged and we talked with our board, he always talks to us about these decisions as to when would be the best time to play it. They'd already given us a particular date that they think they could fit it, fit it in, and um, and we decided that for us, when you looked at all the pros and cons, that wasn't a, a, a bad scenario as we couldn't play the game anyway because obviously the, in the uh, trophy, that's the trophy, um, and uh, and it and it gives us. 10 days after Weymouth to prepare for what could be a very, very important game for us. Um, Now, of course, we've got a game before that, uh, but those 10 days will give us a chance to get everybody fighting fit, and uh, hopefully we'll be in a position where we can uh, play Knox County in the same vein as almost the playoff final of last season and uh, and that would be great if we can put ourselves in a position, it depends on how the results go of course. Our one game, I think Knox County got two games um, and they're one of the teams we've got to try and catch because they're up there in the top, what are they, the seventh, sixth team um, and we've, we've got to uh, get our sights on, on those just above us. In, in, 7th spot
0: in the place. Oh, Gary, before you'd mentioned the, the new baby in the England call-up, I wanted to ask you about Ben Winter anyway, because, because of injuries and illness, he's he's your only ever present this season. Yeah. What does he bring to the team for you? Because he was here when you got here. You must know him pretty well by now. Absolutely, and uh, you know he's a he's a
3: not only is he a good footballer, he's a great lad. He's got a great character. I don't think I've ever seen him get angry. I've seen him get competitive, which is good. Which is he is definitely competitive, but he's just a a great fellow, you know. And if uh, if you needed a mate, he'd be a good mate uh, to somebody, you know, to everybody. And uh, you know the lads just respect him. He's a good footballer. Um, He's he's comfortable here in the area. He's comfortable at the club. I think his family are you know comfortable here. So uh, know, he's, you know, he's he, he's he's a lad that's just been so consistent since I've been yeah. here. You know, sometimes it's no, you know, he won't, he tries sometimes, but he won't score a goal for like 30 yards or so. Or, but you know, he's he's got a couple, and uh, it's the one he's at woke just in solid. that woke everybody
0: remembers, isn't it? The yeah. goal that woke in that everybody. Well, remembers. that's right. Yeah. That, that
3: that's the one. That was a little while ago. <laughs> um, it'd be nice if he comes up with one of them. Um, against uh, against uh, who did we play uh, he, he, the other day? He played. Who was the game before Weymouth? Before all
1: the
3: shots. Yeah, that before all before the
1: shots. Halifax away. Halifax away. Halifax away. Was it
3: that must have been the home game. Yeah.
1: Bromley
3: at home. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of the game that he had three opportunities. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, at every, home. yeah, it was yeah, at it home. home. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. And uh, so he's he's, he's creeping. He's creeping nearer where yeah. we want him to be. I you know, get a couple of goals, yeah. and he'd love to do that. But he's
1: actually a good finisher, isn't
3: he? Good finisher. He, he, yeah, yeah he is. And uh, must will probably, probably be a striker one day. But anyway, he's a he's a good lad, and he's a he's a real pro, proper pro,
0: and we're, we're very pleased that we, he's with us. And there was one question I wanted to ask you for the podcast, which is a little bit off the wall, but forgive me. A couple of people have asked me. You mentioned to Dom in the post-match interview. On Tuesday, that you had uh, a, a, a re- an artifact in your football room. Yeah, and people said, "Ask him, what else is in this football room? What's in Gary Johnson's football room?" <laughs> well,
3: there's uh, six promotion <laughs> medals and cups. I just, you know, you get to a certain age sometimes where it's good to look back at things, and you know, i have been lucky enough to have a to have had a bit of success, and. um and there's some great photos of like yeah. my family at Wembley, and um, we played Man United, we played Liverpool in in a cup game at teams that I've been at. Obviously, I've been in Latvia, yeah. um, playing it, played in the World Cup qualifiers, European Cup. So you can imagine there's, there's enough. There's Some enough issues, there, yeah. but it's also a room where my my wife gets rid of me when there's football on, and I can sit in there and she can watch what she's watching, and uh, yeah. I can go in there and it's my little den inside in on the uh, in the west wing. There you go, <laughs> there you go, podcasters. So now you know. Yeah, you no, no, you know. So I'll, maybe I'll take a video one day, but it's a little bit sort of self promotion in it. I don't like to do that. Uh, would
1: would. Stephen began a shot of going into the net on Tuesday. Oh, uh, have you seen strange. the replay? Or
3: it would, it would have gone well. Right, the, the I mean,
1: one that because if you're in that position, you always try and make sure, don't you? But but the Marnie by the look of it, put it over the line and the line's and puts his flag up for offside. Oh, and you know the one right at the end. Right um, at the end. Yeah. No. Yeah, there's
4: a goal just
3: flag like
4: right at the end. Um, oh, so, yeah, 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 no, yeah. I've got you. Have th- you seen it before? Okay, yeah,
3: no, I think it w- might have just been missing. Right. I Marnie felt it was just going to be missing anyway. Yeah, fine. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, that's right, Now I remember it now. Yeah. And mine's stuck it in and, you know, he, he was desperate for a goal. He tried to nick Stephen oh, Worms' gosh. goal.
1: Now <laughs> hey, you want your man. <laughs> he in even one.
3: celebrated when the announcer, yeah. 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 I, I know he was yeah. only choking, so I don't <laughs> know. No, I,
1: I, I mean. Look, you want your man to go in and make sure, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's don't right, want, You don't yeah. want him going, Oh stand alone. No, like no, 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 that. no, So I'm not, you know, that. Yeah. but it would have capped a good night for, for Yeah, Stephen it would have done, and, and it was ten.
3: typical of us on the night where everybody was switched on, is what I call it, you yeah. know, and we looked yeah. switched on from the second minute yeah. onwards, yeah. you know. And, it, and
1: as you've said, it, it wasn't straightforward for the first five or ten minutes. We We... Little bits. If you look back at
3: some of all this, when all the shots were going well, um, you know, they got some very, very good results. Yeah. And, you know, we've caught them at a time when, you know, they've been struggling a little bit Mm. and they can lose their confidence pretty quick. And us getting two, three goals in. You said before
1: the game, the first goal will be very important to Exactly, Uh, exactly.
3: Exactly. I'm pleased you brought that up. And it worked out that way. Yeah, absolutely, it it did, Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. From both
1: sides, they nearly you?
3: got it because they had a free kick that's yeah, all done yeah, really well with. So. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. and we
1: got it, and that was it. You, yeah, you, yeah. The effect on the two sides was just what you'd hope. Exactly, for, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Great to hear from Gary uh, and Gary in a good uh, good spirits there as well. If you could hear him over the birdsong, what a lovely place Seal Hane is. ...on a spring morning. Uh, we were also fortunate enough to, um, to get a chat as he came into training with a man who's had a pretty busy week. Uh, so let's hear what we uh, what we hear, heard from uh, from Ben Winter.
2: No short of uh, subjects to talk to you about. It's been quite a week for you, Ben. Let us first of all touch upon your 150th appearance for Torquay United. That must feel amazing.
4: Yeah, yeah, of course, and to play for the club is, is an amazing honor as it is. Um such a great club and to play hundred and fifty games is is a great achievement for myself. Um obviously it's a lot of games and I've really enjoyed my time here.
2: You're obviously from from Devon to start with, but does it feel like you've made yourself home here on the English Riviera now?
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like I, I came a boy and as the years are going on I'm becoming more and more uh, experienced and more of a man, I've obviously had two two boys here now, so Mrs is loving it down here and we do enjoy enjoy the time down
2: there. Yes, we're just going to touch upon that, so that's the second thing we're going to talk about, is you have a new addition to the family. So yeah. Congratulations ben, from everybody She's at Torquay and Ad, that's, that's amazing. Thank man. you, yeah. And of course then, on the same night, you uh, take your place in the team to face all the shots, yeah. um, keep a clean sheet, excellent result on pitch, obviously with a 4-0 win.
4: Yeah, of course it was... Well, we, I got to the hospital uh, before, before the game, uh, Downsy. I turned down and let him know that I might be a little bit late, as, as we all know, um, but I managed to get there in time and then we went home and then we came back in after the game, which actually picked me up and we went straight to the hospital, but to get the 4-0 win was, was very nice and knowing that I could then go to the hospital and do boy was coming. It's not a bad way to celebrate, No, it? no, not at all. So I said to the boys, it's a perfect way to celebrate, really. They all said after the game, just go and have your baby now.
2: And it's also another example of your commitment to, to the team, because you're the only player that's actually played every minute of the game this season, so it's, uh, uh, what do you think is, are there any secrets to the success on, on, on how you're able, your, your durability and how you're out um, there week in, week
4: out? No, no, I think just, I try and look after myself as well as I can. Um, in the gym, away from the, uh, the pitch at home, and things like that. But I just like to take every game as it comes. Uh, I've always said that I just play. You're only as uh, you're only ready for your, your next game. So I can just keep playing them and enjoying everyone. So kind of play every minute. And that was again another reason why I didn't want to miss the game the other day. To play. And if that wasn't enough,
2: you then got some personal recognition by being called up to the England C squad. How does that feel? Do? Yeah, that's
4: always it's very nice to know that your, your performances are being recognised uh, out there, um, not just at the club but elsewhere. Um, and obviously, to be called up with Marlin as well was was even nicer because he massively deserves that. He's had a very good season. Um, to be able to go together and. Enjoy that,
2: would be nice. It's not something we have to discuss too many times international club setting for on an England basis as well at, at Talk United. But that must be nice that you're going into a, an England camp. I'll have to pinch myself to say yeah. I'm saying, too, <laughs> um, with, uh, with Armani Little, so you've got a, another player in the squad. So, yeah. uh, you know, at any level of international football, that, mm. that must be a bonus.
4: Yeah, no, of course. And that's that's, that's obviously. Not play for England country for at any level like you said is, is a massive honour which one I'm very grateful for um, and I don't know me and Marlon just can't, can't wait to get there and enjoy it I think enjoy the experience like you said it's we've never had that before um, especially myself so looking forward to doing it
2: and uh, even more importantly of course we've got the uh, little matter of uh, another home game against Weymouth so on cool. Saturday yeah
4: yeah, exactly and that's that's the next game so that's what I'm thinking of and I really enjoy after that but like you said the main thing is another three points on Saturday would be nice
2: Well done on multiple levels congratulations and uh, the very best of luck for the weekend Cheers Tom. thank you very much
0: Ben when you when you first joined the club it was National League South I mean it was it was at a fairly low ebb and it's been upwards ever since has not it do you think that we can go on go on moving up
4: yeah definitely obviously uh, when I first came in it wasn't the yeah, best of starts um, we were struggling a little bit but since the gaff has come in you know we've flourished uh, I know we've got some players out and brought some in but I think since he's been in it's been a very very successful team the first year we won on the league obviously that was very successful uh, second year got stopped obviously due to Covid um, yeah. but again we were still fighting for the to get into the playoffs and who knows you know, anything can happen yeah. in them uh, third year won uh, obviously last year sorry yeah. third year got to play a final Um, and obviously things didn't go as planned Um, and then this year again we're up there so you know it it has been definitely on the up and good things I think are coming.
0: Onwards and upwards. Exactly. From everybody listening to the podcast as well Ben
4: congratulations. Thank you very much.
0: So Dave great to chat to Ben hope people could hear that he's another quite a softly spoken lad isn't he so um, I hope people could make that out but what a week he's had.
1: Yes, uh, if you and I think we've had busy weeks, which we may or may not have had, it doesn't quite compare to uh, Mr Winter, does it? Uh, he's had a lot on his mind and a lot on his plate.
0: I, tell you, I mean, the voice you heard talking to Ben, obviously, and talking to the gaffer earlier on is Dominic Mee from Torquay United. Dominic was very uh, diplomatic. He didn't mention Ben's booking in the first minute on Tuesday either,
1: which was another... <laughs> Well, we, we've, I thought it was pretty harsh, to be honest it with you. was and, and, of course, that, it was 58 seconds. I looked down and saw, and saw the time. And you think, this is going to be a long night on, well, the, on a yellow card. But so he, uh, he he played well on it, didn't he?
0: He did. So he's played his 150th game for Torquay since joining in June 18. He's become a dad again. Congratulations to him and Holly on the arrival of little which, Leo.
1: Which was all happening uh, um, on the night. On the night. <laughs> he didn't if... actually arrive until the next morning. But still, there you go.
0: He's been called up for the England Sea Squad. Um... Along with Armani, along with Armani Little, along with Armani Little. Uh, and you know, a, a momentous, a momentous game, a 4 0 win against Aldershot. What a week Ben Winters had. So forgive us for dedicating most and, of this And the mother-in-law is down. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> no, Holly's mum came down to uh, to act as babysitter. Great yeah. and well done. And uh, a brother but, you know, for Noah. A yeah. brother for Noah. And um, but you know Ben is quite a cool cat, isn't he? And uh, he seems he to is. have taken yeah. it all uh, in his stride.
0: So I mean, Gary Hours signed Ben in um, June of uh, 2018. Yep. Uh, so he was here, as A we long said to him there, Sean
1: McDonald, Kyle yeah. Cameron, and one or two others. Yeah. Uh,
0: so he was here at what we've kind of come to accept as our lowest ebb. Yep. When you know we were in the National League South, heading in the wrong direction in the National League South. Um, Gary Johnson arrives in the September, and as I said to him just now, it's been pretty much an upward trajectory ever since, hasn't it?
1: Well, when Ben Winter first came, Gary Johnson obviously arrived soon after that. And I don't know whether fans remember, but about five or six players left fairly quickly yeah. <laughs> after Gary Johnson's arrival. And I can remember talking to Ben then uh, uh, in the weeks and months afterwards. And he was saying, yeah, he said, it was one of those times when you thought you're either in here or you're not. Yeah, and and yeah. Uh, he said you had to make sure you were in. Yeah. And, of course, he's been wonderfully consistent. Very few players have played more games than he mm. has in various positions. Yeah, um, he's played at
0: right back, he's played at centre back. Yeah. He's, he's filled in yeah. wherever he's been needed. Whenever he?
1: he's been needed, played in midfield a couple of times, yeah. uh, right wing back. Um, yeah. uh, and, and he's just been a, such a, a good and consistent part of... Mm. What has felt for him and probably for all of us has been an upward, an upward path. And of course, he's—you you hang around the, 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 the training ground, sorry, you, you visit the training ground, um, and you talk to the players, and it does bring you back to the fact that they are—they they still think they can make these playoffs. Oh there, yeah, there's no—it's yeah. it's not. A, and I know some supporters are going, yeah, but yeah, but well, yes, we can all understand that it's an outsider. But people like Ben are still very much. Yeah. Uh, they're not making any holiday plans at the end of the season no. or anything like that. You know, they still think they can get in the playoffs. Mm. And because of what happened last season, they, you know, want, if you can make it. Yeah. And, and stranger things have happened, haven't they? We've all seen that. Yeah. Uh, you, you you, know, they, they've had that experience from last year to fall mm. back on. And it doesn't, it won't frighten them, whoever they might no. have. But they've got to get there first, let's face it. So.
0: I know that, that famous graph, which I didn't bring with me this morning, but we're only just behind the line. Win against Weymouth on Saturday and pick up something from the Notts County game as well. That's a winnable game. And suddenly it's back on again,
1: isn't it? I think everybody was disappointed at them losing at Halifax. Yeah, but well, Especially you look, the second it, half yeah, exactly. They played well if, in the first Exactly I think it was the nature of the defeat If you look back on it If United had got a point at Halifax mm-hmm. Which let's face it Would have been a good result in the circumstances They got the best home record in the division Etc etc It wouldn't have made a vast difference mm. To Alright it would have helped of course But it wouldn't have suddenly transformed United's playoff chances Wins do that Yeah, yeah. They, They've won the game so far That they should have won Should have won They've got to beat Weymouth on Saturday, we know they have to, and they then have this, might prove quite a significant fortnight's gap before they play Notts County, with the Stockport game being off and, and rearranged. And Gary explained in his interview that, and I know the club went through all sorts of reasons of when they should try and play Mm. the Stockport game, and they came down that playing Stockport in the last midweek of the season might not be a bad thing. No. For all sorts of reasons. And uh, um, apart from anything else, Notts County have got a difficult game this Saturday. They play Chesterfield, Uh, Grimsby play Dagenham. All these teams are just in front of us. Um, uh, Of course, United have got to beat Weymouth. You know, it's almost a given. But, um, you know, if you can just get that gap to the playoffs, in other words, by the time United play Notts County, if that gap is, say, six points... Mm -hmm. You know, you're talking two wins, six or seven points, two wins. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's still potentially on. Let, and, as you say, they
0: very much haven't given up on it here. Not, no, they? no. Tell,
1: telling me, and the, you, you, I know players often say what people, what they think people want them to hear. There's not a shadow of that. They're all absolutely adamant that they think they can do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and apart from anything else, I don't think they're absolutely playing as well as they can yet at the moment. They play some great stuff at times. Yeah. They were far too good for Aldershot on Tuesday night. Yes, of course they were, but there's more. You know, United hadn't been scoring the goals they should have done. No, you know no. They, sh- they 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 haven't been really putting teams putting putting teams away when they've had the chance to do. All right, that that that's a failing if you want to call it that. But um, uh, no, it's it's. It's a very buoyant atmosphere around here.
0: And the good thing about the Aldershot game was that, I mean, we'll come on to the Aldershot game in a bit more detail in a minute, but the four goals came from mainly open play. I mean, Dean Moxie's extraordinary header was from a free kick, wasn't it? But, um, you know, they're scoring goals from open play, they're sharing goals around. That's what they need to do, isn't it? They need to get, you know, the the right players on the end of these passes and with...
1: If you think about it, they play with this system with Danny Wright up front at the moment, who's, you know... By the way, uh, his performance at Kings Lynn uh, the other week was was a real top target man performance. Okay, he's not scoring maybe quite as many goals as you'd you'd like him to. And Conor Lemonhay-Evans is, let's face it, a converted sort of midfielder striker. Mm -hmm. Conor, bless him, should probably be our top scorer by now. Yeah, But you have the feeling that if he keeps going and keeps getting into those positions... And almost his own frustration may come out, and he may end up getting a load of goals in yeah. quite a short period of time. And he, he um, makes
0: things happen, doesn't he? I mean, that own goal the other night, Connor yeah. had basically run himself into a bit of a cul-de-sac. Quite, but he's such a nuisance in there, yeah. and eventually he stabs the ball across the you goal. You never
1: quite know what he's going no, to do. That's right. So if you're a defender, <laughs> you're probably in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, no, I, I I could see I can see Connor Lemon Evans. Getting three or four in quite a short period mm. of time if he, if he keeps doing that And another thing on Tuesday night We're talking about Tuesday night now When we thought we were going to do it later Was that chance at, right at the end When we all thought that Stephen Duke McKenna Had capped another wonderful performance yeah. with a goal Amani Little has gone and Tapped it over the line And the Lionsman put his flag up for offside OK, it's a huge fr- frustration for Stephen yeah. Duke McKenna Amani uh, was pretty he, he was concerned that it wasn't going to go in I, I thought... In my mind, I haven't seen the video
0: back, but I thought Armani was beyond the far post, though. Yes, I, he, I think he was. Yeah.
1: But my feeling is I want Armani Little to be going in there yes. to finish that chance. Agreed. You know, yeah. And I don't want him going, oh, no, I'll let that take its course. No, if you're, if you're sure. a professional footballer, you go in. And the fact that Armani Little, at that stage of the game... We're talking. What was it? Stoppage time, almost. Yeah, he, getting cetera, on that way. Yeah. Was the furthest player forward on a, on a what had been a sort of counter attack move? Yeah, I thought was huge credit to him. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, interesting to hear the conversation immediately after the game between <laughs> Stephen and him as to whether Stephen yeah. said, "Why <laughs> did you do that? But never mind. Never won mind. And we you won know, four nil. We won four Plus plus four on and, goal And difference. I want in the next few weeks, Amani Little making those sort of runs yeah. to try and get on the end of those sort of chances. He had a very good game on Tuesday night. He got the man of the match,
0: the sponsor's man of the match. No arguments there. But Duke McKenna, Moxie, oh, Wynn, yeah. McDonald. Yeah. You know, you could have named any one and others yes. as possible yeah. man yeah. of the
1: match. No, no there was a, and, and that not that the definition of a decent performance? Yeah. Is that we're all trying to go, oh, my goodness, who's the man of the match here? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, Moxie for me is just... I, I could watch him All, all week Oh I, I'm
0: a, uh, The, the, the was, Dean Moxie uh, Fan club Starts here You know He's, he, he's, he's such a great
1: player You know he, He's and Look He just looks like A premiership player Yeah Playing in the National League Well he was a Premiership Mm. player At one time He just Like all top players He always looks as if He's got about Half an hour of time On the (laughs) ball His distribution Is terrific His physical commitment He's just a Quality class act Isn't he And that header uh, Which he made Look fairly straightforward Was not easy Not easy United Terrific uh, Pre worked move, yeah. uh, as Gary has touched on privately with us, overloaded at the near post, pulled all their defenders at the near post, dropped it in the big space, and there is, there is yeah. uh, it, it had to have been 16, 15, 16 yards out. That was a long way for yeah. a diving header to go. And, yeah. and he has stuck it exactly yeah. where, where, where he planned it. No, I thought he had a terrific game, but he was one of several. Yeah,
0: now uh, Richard said in his uh, in his match report immediately after the game, and I thought this was a really good line. He Frank O'Farrell would have enjoyed that game, a four nil win, a comprehensive team performance. He was a hard man to please, Frank. I think he'd have enjoyed that.
1: <laughs> I, of course, he would, because he used to absolutely all he when, when used to drop into the nursing home and see him. All he was asking was, "How's the team doing? What are the attendances? Yeah, <laughs> in other words, is there enough money coming <laughs> in to pay the bills? Uh, and he always wanted to know, you know." How's the team doing? Is everything okay? Are we, yeah. are we doing? And he would look, what's not to like about a 4 0 home win over yeah. Aldershot?
0: There was a lovely, a couple of lovely moments in that game as well, which obviously when you've won a game, you remember these. The the chap behind us, we're actually sitting with the press bench. There's a really good bunch of people around the press bench. There always are, but um, you know, there's, there's good people, know what they're talking about. It's a very knowledgeable crowd. And there was a point in the first half where Danny Wright ran at the defence. Turned, twisted, a little one-two and that sort of thing. And the chap behind shouted, he's rolling back the years.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which I thought was brilliant. And he was. Danny was enjoying himself on, yeah, on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, look, he, he's, he, didn't, he didn't get the goals that he probably should have deserved. He got to it at, at Kingsland. Great. Um, you know, I, he, the, a couple of times, especially in the first half, the flick the, the, the timing yeah. of his flick on is yeah. so good you're up against probably a fairly big defender although Danny's bigger than most but and, 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 and he's, you go, he's getting fouled the whole time yeah, he's getting and he's, pushed and, and pulled he's so and kicked. strong yeah. and, and um it's a lot of stuff that doesn't look glamorous and doesn't earn you a load of brownie points and you just think what a good yeah. what a good header that was what a good hold up um uh, it, it, you know it it doesn't always come off, of no. course it doesn't, but um, he, I, I'm I'm glad he's out there, put it like that.
0: <laughs> and uh, Gary's post-match interview, the best header I've ever seen at Plainmore wasn't Dean Moxley. <laughs> it was the guy in the crowd, in the, in the, yes, did you was, see it? Oh no, I oh, saw it, I think
1: we all saw it, it, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, and, you, and apparently he turned down the terms that Gary did, offered him after did. the game.
0: If you weren't there and you didn't see it, there was. I think it was a, a, the goalkeeper sliced a clearance yeah. or, or something.
1: And there was a fellow in the front row of Bristow's bench
0: who'd stood up, set himself, timed it perfectly, perfectly and I'm miming it here. That's completely pointless because it's a podcast. But he headed it back onto the field. He did. Gary immediately turned around, walked out of his technical area, miming the signing of a (laughs) cheque to sign him up. uh, The fellow apparently turned him down. But that was it. Was a great header.
1: It was. Uh, Danny Wright would have been perfectly pleased with that.
0: It's one of those moments that can go horribly wrong, isn't it? The chap's probably standing there thinking, I'm going to head this back in a minute. If I miss it, if it just balloons up off my head or whatever. But I won't it, live
1: this down. <laughs>
0: but it did not go wrong. No. It, was, um, it was very, very good. Um, the the win on Tuesday obviously took us up over 50 points. Uh, Stephen Wern's goal was the 50th of the season, 50th oh, league well, goal yeah. of yeah. the season.
1: And overdue as well. He's been playing yeah. re- well the last couple of weeks. He played very well in the first half at Halifax. Mm-hmm. Due a goal, yeah, and um, a great setup, mind you. Uh, yeah. and he arrived just at the right time and swept that in. Uh, he, he might get a couple in the next week or two. He uh, now he's got that that one.
0: He's a very good player. He's been a little, in, probably. This is probably our fault as for covering the matches, but we've allowed him to be a little bit overshadowed by Stephen Duke McKenna, yeah, who is obviously a, a fabulous not, talent, not difficult, <laughs> not difficult. But Stephen Wynn has played exceptionally well. I think well, he's, you know. He, He's been a real success Hasn't
1: he He's another one of these Young lads He's been playing in You know Fringes of first team At Sunderland Uh, Reserves I expect Mm -hmm. Under 23s And it does Take them A little while To get into this Scruffy National League Stuff doesn't it And and where You know You're not You're going to get pushed around you're yeah. going to get nudged over um, your teammates first touch not maybe quite as perfect your first touch the, uh, the pressure is on you're desperately trying to impress mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes that doesn't quite happen especially not for a little while and, and it, I just had the feeling with him that he's just starting as we've seen with quite a few other players yeah. over the years just starting to deliver he is
0: and as we said at the time when they went to him up at Sunderland and said we've got a loan move for you Stephen Great, where, where am I going? Middlesbrough, Gateshead, somewhere like that Are you going 400 miles down the road to Torquay? His, his heart must have sunk just for a second But I imagine he's quite enjoying himself now I don't
1: think he regrets it
0: too much, now. One thing that did happen on Tuesday night, which we weren't, which nobody was expecting up until just before the kickoff, was the taking of the knee, which was interesting. Yeah. Obviously, uh, football at the top level has been doing this for it's getting on two years now, isn't it, since the George Floyd incident? Yeah. It's the first time we've seen it at Torquay United, and there was a bit of an explanation today. Apparently, Aldershot do it. Yes. At every game, Aldershot had mentioned it to Torquay and to Savasiani, the referee, on yeah. Tuesday night. And so Torquay did it. And it was, I I mean, personally, from my point of view, I think it's good to see. I I think
1: think the the referee is in charge once the teams are on the pitch and he's out there. um, And you have, obviously, there was a millet's applause for for Frank O'Farrell on Tuesday, which, by the way, thunderously and very heartfelt from, let's face it, many, many people who never knew Frank, could never have been born when seeing his teams play, but all bought into the importance of what this man was to the history of the club and then Aldershot had gone to the referee and said look we've been taking the knee we'd like to do it and the referee is in charge Mm -hmm. and he said so I think basically Torquay were more than happy to go along with it uh, but it was a decision that arose because of all the shots input into it, and um, uh, and the referee agreeing to do it. Um, yeah,
0: we, I mean, we haven't asked the question as such, but I, from what we've heard today, I'd be surprised if it's something that Torquay took up. On a regular basis. Well,
1: it, it hasn't been happening on no, a regular basis in, in the national in the league, league anyway. Not no. just not just at Playmore. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it was a people noticed it. People have, have commented yeah. on it, and w- you were quite rightly wanting to sort of put a little bit of input to explain mm, how, yeah. how how and, yeah. uh, how it happened. And I think you know nobody lost any sleep over it, and no, and it was a, a perfectly okay thing to do. Quite right,
0: indeed. And. I mean, that's, let's look ahead then. We've got Weymouth on Saturday. It's dangerous to assume anything, but that's a game that we absolutely, absolutely. again, have to will, just win as and Tuesday win night. well. Absolutely,
1: yeah. just as Tuesday night was. Uh, any points dropped, you know, that, that I think we all know deep down that those points dropped um, against uh, Barnet and Wheelstone yeah. uh, were. Four more points. Mm. You stick four more points on United's total. I know you can keep on saying that until you blow in the face during the course of a long season, but they would make a huge difference now. Obviously, we all know now that United scored a perfectly good winner at Wheelstone, but still, yeah, they—that's part of the rich pattern of life, isn't it? And um, but no, they must beat Weymouth on Saturday, um, uh, and they—they—they they, they had a, a good win at Weymouth. Earlier in the yeah, season, two, two one, two
0: one on December the fourth. Joe Lewis, absolutely,
1: and Sinclair Armstrong. And Sinclair Armstrong. Um, by the way, watch out for some developments yeah. on Sinclair Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, not with Playmore, unfortunately, but um, uh, there'll be explanations as, as w- when that happens. But no, um, and they've got a very good midfield player called Moussa from Belgium, yeah, yeah. who's worth keeping an eye out for. A lot of clubs having a look at him, including uh, United, I understand, a a month or two ago. Um, Look, it's just like Tuesday. For the first five or ten minutes, all the shots were fairly lively, weren't they? They were. Uh, Weymouth have come off some disappointing results recently. And as Gary Johnson said quite rightly before Tuesday Tuesday night's match, the first goal, look, it's always important, but the first goal For will be show, very important tonight. Yeah. Aldershot just got thumped um, uh, at home to Kingsland on Saturday. If they take the lead, right, game on. And, and that goal, that opening goal mm-hmm. by Dean Moxley, had exactly the effect... A, on Torquay, and B, on Aldershot, that Gary Johnson had hoped for, if you know what I mean. The, the air went out of Aldershot, didn't a little it, bit from there and, on? And, Until know. they
0: brought the subs on second half. I yeah, thought they absolutely. made a difference.
1: And I think, as Gary said, w- Torquay were trying to go for more goals, the mm. fifth goal. Yeah. The game had got quite open, and Aldershot brought some fresh legs on, um, whilst Gary took off... Danny Wright, Tom Lapsley and Dean Moxley, the three older lads, to try and keep them as fresh as possible for this game. Um, And it just started to open up a Mm. little bit too much for Gary's liking, so he made some changes. Um, And, uh, um, you know, yeah, Aldershot, you know, they're four down. Goodness, what are they going to do? Run the white flag up? No, and they didn't do that. And Weymouth won't do it on Saturday either. No, it's 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 an important game. And, of course, the fact that they've got a fortnight's break after it, yeah, sort of, of course, makes it feel more important. That's because Stockport are still involved in the FA trophy, trophy, aren't they? Yeah. Um and uh, so United have got two another two week break. Yeah. We've had a couple of them this year, haven't we? we? Have. Uh before they play Notts County yeah. at Playmore. And what if they can beat Weymouth, you know, and other results go mm. even yeah. half with them. Notts County will have played twice by then. What a bloody big game that will be. It will be.
0: The interestingly the Weymouth win on December the fourth started us on a run. It was. Um, we've played since that game, we've played seventeen games, yeah. won nine of them, drawn five of them, yeah. and only lost three only of them. Only lost three. So that's the Weymouth win on December the fourth was really the start of this it right. Was.
1: Here we go. It was. Two and, points and per game for the playoffs. And and if <laughs> frustratingly, and if's the biggest word in the English language, isn't it? But if United could be four points better off say, yeah. at the moment yeah. which they may or may not should have been everybody would be looking at Torquay's form yeah. this this run that they're on at yeah. the and go uh-oh here they come wouldn't they, they would. it's just they would. the fact that we're just that win and a half away from mm-hmm. it getting seriously interesting so uh you know fingers crossed over the next few weeks it it, it may happen yeah. and we all hope it
0: will so those, those, there are only 10 games left, which is amazing. You get to this start, end Time of the
1: season, you it?
0: how do we get to this? So it's home to Weymouth on March 26th. We're at home to Notts County on April the 9th. Good Friday away at Woking. That would be a good one. Be, <laughs> good Friday at Woking. Penn yeah. Winter will be looking forward to that one. Easter Monday at home to Eastleigh. Uh, April 23rd away at Grimsby. April the 30th home to Maidenhead. Bank Holiday Monday, May the second, away at Dagenham and Redbridge, Uh, and then just
1: just above one of the playoff teams. Yeah,
0: May the seventh is the last home game, home to Chesterfield, and then the following week there's that away game at Stockport on May the tenth and we finish away at South End on May the 15th. South it's End not... away
1: it's got a nice ring to it isn't it for uh, <laughs> oh, it back has. in the day. It has it's
0: not an easy run in though <laughs> no, is it. No it,
1: it isn't and several people have I've seen that oh, Talkie have got one of the hardest run-ins. Well yeah but come on you know if you're playing well and yeah. you've got an awful lot to play for i never think tough run ins are that are that um you have to also you must always try and look at it from the opposition's point of view mm-hmm. if torquay can keep this run going yeah uh, and and they're on a, a roll you know you've got to say well the other teams will be going <laughs> Oh, not sure we want to be playing them at the that. moment. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And um, uh, we, we, we'll see. Um, so it's
0: those last four games, isn't it? Away at Dagenham Redbridge, home to Chesterfield, away at Stockport, away at Southend.
1: Absolutely. Who knows what position Stockport might be in yeah. by the time United go there? They could have won. the Could thing, be all maybe. over, couldn't it? Could, have been, could, yeah. be, could, be, could be all over. Um, they could uh, have the cigars lit up and be you, one foot on the beach. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we've seen that scenario before. Yeah. Um, look, it's all in the lap of the gods. We, there's, there's, hopefully it's going to be an exciting, exciting run-in, but the first yeah. job is to make sure Weymouth walk away with long faces on Saturday. Great stuff.
0: Thank you, Dave. We wish everybody, we wish Armani Little and Ben Winter all the best playing for England Sea in
1: Carnarvon next Wednesday Next Wednesday yeah, against yeah. Wales yeah, Sea. Yeah. And, and the timing of that's quite good, isn't it? That United don't play on the Saturday, so no. they can go and enjoy themselves yeah. on that night
0: pick up their caps and... Uh, what, I, what is it a friendly or is it a competition? Is uh, it? A...
1: I don't think it's one of those... that Usually the England Sea team play these sort of four-sided tournaments okay. and I don't think it's that. So it's, um, uh, it might be, and I might have had it completely wrong. We ought to wrong, check this. This, uh, is, uh, yeah. this is one of our yeah. hanging
0: facts again, isn't yeah, it? We, we ought to check yeah. that. Uh, and congratulations, first and foremost this week, to Ben Winter and his family. What a happy story that's been. Absolutely. He won't forget <laughs> this week in a hurry, will he? He won't. And on that upbeat note... Thank you very much, Dave. Thanks for your company again. Pleasure. And as ever, if I can find the right button, we finish Come, Come On, on you, you Yellows. You've been listening to the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast, recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DL or on Twitter at sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talkie United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.